0: Feeling that music, feeling that music, getting loosey-goosey, getting loosey. Oh, look at that, we're going back to the disco era, that's right. I'm bringing the the disco era back, what's up? (laughs) Woo, I love that, got that metal intro, man, it just gets me every time, it gets me every time. And what else gets me every time? Hanging out with my homie, my brother from another mother, Eric, Asian movie enthusiast, also hanging out with the Movie Dojo Army. That's right, on this episode of Is It Really That Bad? That's right, who we got here? Who is here today? Woo, already showing up, look at all these badasses, look at all these beautiful badasses here, all these samurais, all these ninjas. Fat. let's begin the hunt. Gilbert Berger saying, what's going on? Michael Gonzalez, the Briscoe, that's right, Jake Hall, what's cracking? Gene, Tino, what's going on, brother? That's right, the Man Hammer, that's right. Heather Bracket, what's up? Woo Bear, that's right. I love food, my favorite. And uh, <laughs> Briscoe or in Orlando, badasses are here already. That's how That's how we do it. That's how we do it. The army shows up to represent movies and the badassity that abounds. The Hunted, 1995. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it a little bit here. Well, hold on one second. Let me go ahead and get the... Uh, the banner up here. Boom. Get this crack of lacking. That's right. Thanks, all you badasses, for hanging out with me and Eric today on a Monday evening for me. Uh Eric, yeah, it's super evening for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's how Eric does it. He's up, he's up all night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Represent <laughs> martial arts movies. That's right. Um, so Eric, before we get into it a little bit, we could talk a little bit while they're trickling in. Uh-huh. Uh How have you been, my brother? What you been up to? What's going on on the channel, the Asian Movie Enthusiast channel? What has been
1: released and uploaded recently? I've been doing a lot of the Godzilla movie reviews. Those are mostly done, but uh, I'm going to do a few more videos after the the new one comes out. Maybe order some of my favorites and stuff like that. That's coming up. I've been uh, wrapping up some cult movie reviews as well. You know what I mean? Some old school martial arts flicks, some yeah. uh, I'm going to re- be reviewing the Lady Terminator in the upcoming week. <laughs> I need to and see Some those. other stuff. Yeah, I heard are... about them.
0: I heard about. Them. I'll probably watch your review first. Yeah. And then uh, cuz I got to go watch your reviews. You know, we got re- we got to represent. But yeah. yeah, I heard I heard the Lady Terminator movies are off the chain. I heard they're <laughs> insane. I I haven't seen Robo Vampire. Mm. Uh uh, like as its own, but I've seen the riff tracks version of it where they're cracking okay. jokes during it. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Have you seen <laughs> the tin yeah. the tin foil? They said, "Fuck it, we just we got tin foil." us said, "We're gonna put RoboCop in the tin foil." Oh my god! It, that movie is so all over the place. That movie is so all over the place. I thought it was a Godfrey Ho movie. I know it is just bizarre, but entertaining though. No, I was laughing the whole time goes cracking up a whole... Were there sequels? Were there multiple robo-vampire movies?
1: I don't know. I only know the first one, I think. But you never know. Maybe under... They've probably been released under different names all over the place. Probably have to do some research on it. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, well, you never know. Maybe it is kind of a Godfrey
0: Ho thing. Maybe they did mix two, five, six movies together and try to make one movie, you know? (laughs) I came across a Godfrey Ho movie, and I was just like, dude... I w- it made me mad. Like I've seen, I've seen Ninja: The Final Duel. I know you've seen that one. Ninja? Is,
1: does it have a number ahead of it? Is is it just Ninja: The Final just, Duel? I think
0: it's just Ninja: The Final Duel, and that's the movie that has the Ninja uh, Water Spider team, and they're on gigantic rubber spiders in the oh. water.
1: Okay, I don't think I've seen that.
0: Oh, you got to see it. It's so crazy, but it's 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 it's, it's so bad it's good. Ninja: The Final Duel. Alright, I'll
1: write that down.
0: Yeah, there's a scene where you got a Kunoichi fights completely with you know revealing cinematography the whole fight. (laughs) Yes, so yeah, Ninja: The Final Duel is insane. The Ninja Water Spider Team. Yes, yeah, but I came across a Godfrey Ho movie um, and it made me it made me so mad because usually when he splices films together. It'll be at least action-packed mess, uh-huh. yeah, gangster movies thrown in with a ninja movie or whatever, right? But the, this one Godfrey Home movie—I don't remember the name of it—but it was literally like martial arts movie meets this like romantic drama, <laughs> and it didn't uh-huh. fit at all. And every time you try, every time you try to go to the romantic drama part, it's like you can totally tell it's two different movies. And the lead guy is just ridiculous. He's just like, I'm he does—he could tell he doesn't know how to fight. He's not a fighter because it's not a fight movie. <laughs> It's a romantic <laughs> drama bullshit. It was so bad. It was so bad. But we're here to talk about good ninja movies today. And uh, yeah, did this come out of nowhere for you? Or you were always aware
1: of The Hunted, 1995? When I was watching it just the other day, I think I saw parts of it back mm-hmm. in the day. Because I remember some scenes that came I'm like, oh, I've seen this. But I don't think yeah. I've seen the whole film before. Right, right. So uh, right. when you mentioned it a while back on your channel, I'm like, oh, I, I've been trying to track down some of Lambert's other films, like Subway and, and Fortress and stuff like that I got to watch. Yeah. So i like, oh, this one's got Lambert, I'll I'll watch it. You know what I mean? And uh, it brought back a few memories of some of the parts I've seen. <laughs>
0: I like how you say his name.
1: <laughs> Lambert.
0: Lambert. <laughs> 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 but, uh... Yeah, Fortress, man. We got, that's another, maybe we should review that on the channel one day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the rating's bad for it. Probably. That might be a future episode, you know, uh-huh. we'll, 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 we'll think about it. We'll see with the Movie Dojo Army, uh, maybe they would want us to review Fortress in a future uh, endeavor. Or you never know, we may be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised and Fortress's <clears throat> rating's actually not that bad. We'll have to check <clears throat> later. But, here we go. The Hunt in nineteen ninety five. Now I remember it used to come on television. It used to come on the tele, and I always wanted to watch it from beginning to end because I grew up on the ninjas, yo. All right, I grew up on the ninjas. All right, I know, I know everybody hates ninja exploitation, and I totally get everyone's hatred for it. I'm not gonna defend the ninja exploitation, okay? I get it, I get it, right? But I couldn't help it growing up, you know, as a little samurai growing up, seeing two ninjas. Fighting on top of rooftop of a building in a day in the daylight where everybody could see them. It was but when you're when you're young growing up, you're like this is so fucking cool. American Ninja movies, you know they're cheesy, but I love them. Right, at least the first two are the best. Uh-huh. But but uh, you know I grew up on that stuff. Something was different with this movie in terms of the tone and the vibe of this movie. Yeah, it's got ninjas in it, but what was it, Eric, about this movie? And then it's still the nineties. Ninja Turtle movies are still popular. Ninja movies for kids are still popular. You got the three ninjas, right? You got uh-huh. all these you got all these cheesy ninja movies for kids. I know the first Ninja Turtles movie came out in nineteen ninety. And you know, maybe by ninety five Ninja the Ninja fan base, or people, you know, fans that want to watch these mostly kids,
1: you think it was kind of dying a little bit in America? What do you think? Maybe after the three ninjas sequels came out or something. I don't know when those came out. <laughs> What are you talking about, brother? I was in the greatest ninja movie of all time, dude. Was it? Was it? What is it?
0: Uh, High Noon and Ma- Mega Mountain or Magic yeah. Mountain or whatever the fuck? Jesus Christ! I saw scenes from that movie and it made me want to throw up. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I think probably the ninja craze, which obviously reached its peak in America through ninja exploitation, was the peak was uh, the eighties man Shokasugi mm-hmm. movies and all that stuff, right? The Michael Dudikoff and David Bradleys of the world. And uh, I I was probably dying in terms of mainstream theater, uh, you know, uh, exposure. There you go. There was another one. Surf Ninjas. I knew I was forgetting one. That's right. Movie Dojo Army knows what's up. Brothers don't surf. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you guys are. (laughs) Yeah, but here we go. Paul wraps it up here. I think, uh, do you agree with Paul on this one when it comes to the hunted? Something was different about this.
1: Yeah, I would say so. There's, I guess there's a certain uh, prevalence of honor in the film, right? And we'll get yeah. into some of the specific scenes where you can tell these characters are extremely, they have a certain set of morals or standards or some a certain specific yeah. way of the, they're doing the things to take very seriously. Yeah, the code. Yeah. And that's what but, comes through in this. Yeah,
0: and in the movie too, like the tone of it kind of takes it as serious as it can get for you know American mainstream yeah. ninja movie, you know. And I think um, you know we got to give it props. I mean, like I said, I enjoy the ninja exploitation movies as goofy fun, uh, but uh, it's nice to get the serious stuff too. Now, don't get me wrong. Now I know all the real shits in Japan. I know all the shits. I know the Shinobi no Mono movies, and I know what's up. Now, you know, me and Eric, we know what's up. But for me, it's still fun to be goofy over here and uh, and have some fun with some with some ninja exploitation. But uh, I didn't get this exploitation vibe, I think this is the point I'm trying to make with uh-huh. with this movie. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, don't forget, if you are new here, uh, chat. Every Is It Really That Bad uh, episode, we're going to get into spoilers. Okay, So just kind of give you guys a spoiler warning. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about... The Hunted, 1995. All right, let's get it. All right, The Hunted, 1995. The plot is an American businessman visiting Nagoya, Japan, meets a woman in a hotel bar. Returning to her room, three ninjas kill her and wound him. But he sees the ninja boss's face. Now he's the prime target of a dangerous Ninja Cult, directed by J.F. Lawton, stars Christopher Lambert, and I got to say it like that now. He <laughs> plays Paul Racine. You got the great John Lone here as King Joe. Joan Chen is Karina, and you have the badass Yoshiro Harara as Takeda Sensei, and many more. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and get into The hunted. So, again, I grew up on, like, well, I, I remember it used to come on TV and I used to see spots. I used to see scenes like, oh, man, this was like a big kick-ass movie. And then I never t- finished it or got distracted or something came up, right? It really wasn't until I rented it on VHS and saw it completely uncut. I was just like, oh, my God, this is fucking cool. And then later got it on DVD and then, re- you know, recently got it on Blu-ray. So all you The Hunted fans out there, if you want to, the shout- factory release or shout select release is the way to go like the picture quality is good there's deleted scenes there's extended scenes there's audio commentary from the director there's even a like a rough cut of the movie on there the picture's not great for it because it's a rough it's like a print but uh it's got extended scenes in there so i haven't watched it yet so that will be kind of dope if we get extra action or gore or so, you know uh-huh. who knows who knows right so if you guys are fans of this movie, then go ahead and check it out on on uh, on uh, Shop Factory. They have a, a great Blu-ray release for it. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead. And, you go ahead and get into to the plot synopsis a little bit, Eric, and then I'll jump in, like I always do here and there.
1: Yeah. So our main character is Christopher Lambert. <coughs> and, uh, he arrives in Japan <laughs> on business. Him and his boys are like coming back from uh, late night light of work, and his buddies want to want to rent a geisha. Which would have been the way to go if you think about it, because that's not cheap, and it would have been a special experience. But a lot right. of Bear's are like, you know what, guys? I'm kind of tired. I got work I got to do early in the yeah. morning. You guys have fun. I'm just going to get a drink at the bar. Yeah, so he goes to the bar. He's <laughs> having some something, and then uh, Joan Chen is on the opposite side of the bar, and she's eyeing him up.
0: I kind of had a crush on her growing up, man. Like yeah. I had a cru- I had a crush on her. I admit
1: it. And uh, I'm just going to call these people by their actor names.
0: Yeah, it's and, easier. Uh,
1: and Joan Chen <laughs> is like really eyeing him up. She's, you know, she's saying what's up, right? So Lambert's like, all right, let's do this, right? So he goes over there and, he's, you know, he starts talking to her. And uh, they end up, he asked her out. You know, she's like, okay. And they go and they see a Japanese performance. They go back to the hotel. And Lambert's a little, he's a little klutzy here. You know, kind of uh, his... His game isn't on point per se, but still, she she likes him enough. She invites him in. They have a little uh, a little roll in the hay, let's say.
0: You know all he had, you know all he had to do was just tell her, you know, I'm Connor McCloud from the Clan McCloud. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. that's it. That's the that's the gateway to the to yeah. the goodness.
1: And <laughs> he's so nice that even when he drops his pants and he shows her his piggy boxers, <laughs> she she looks at his boxers. She goes piggies and he says yes they're they're piggies she's like i like piggies and he's like this is good (laughs) it just came out of nowhere i was like what the hell what all right
0: piggy piggy boxers yeah hey Hey, Hey.
1: that's cool i was hoping for something like godzilla or he-man or something manly you But uh, so, you know, they have a nice time. And then she tells him, she's like, hey, you got to, you know, you got to leave. And, uh, you know, we can't see each other anymore. She doesn't really tell him exactly why. Yeah. (laughs) And as it turns out, there is in modern times a band of lethal, they're a lethal ninja cult. Cult. There's not, they're not like necessarily traditional ninja. They're a cult in this. And uh, they're basically waiting outside their window because they don't want any, any type of ramifications or like complications, so they're waiting for Lambert to leave to make their job easier, just in case. So he leaves, they come in, you know what I mean? They they confront Joan Chen and are ready to assassinate her, but Lambert finds out in the in the the elevator that he has her room key in his pocket. So he's like, ah, crap! I got to go back and give her the room key, and then he witnesses her murder. And as it turns out, the lead. Uh, ninja dude played by john lone showed his face to her because she she requested to see it before her inevitable death and he gave it to her as uh you know it's like here you can see my face because you're dead anyways so lambert witnesses his face the ninja attack lambert they think they kill him but he miraculously survives and that's where the movie kind of takes off from
0: yeah yeah uh, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, I didn't know they had western theme bars in Japan. Did, is that a thing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was probably seen in Vancouver, that <laughs> they shot, right? Because it was shot in Nagoya and Vancouver. It's <laughs> probably where it was, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was like, oh, we got Western music. You don't we got see c- too
1: many of those.
0: We got cactus in the background. I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and how many times in that song did that guy say the word cowboy? <laughs> Like, did they just make that song up just for this movie? I'm a cowboy, and I got cowboy boots, and I'm a cowboy riding through. Yeah, I was like, okay. But yeah, that kind of made me laugh a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, picky boxers, that's right. Uh, but yeah, John Lone, uh, he was very fascinated when he came across uh, Joan Chen's character. Because, uh, you know, he's he's the leader of the damn cult. And it was interesting because he told his men, he's like, "This is my last job. We get hired to do this. This is it, and I'm out." And uh, he sees her, and she—he's very surprised that she does. She's not really showing fear. She's very feisty, and he—he asks her, you know, she's like, "Well, let me see your face." And he was like, "All right, all right, I'm gonna show you my face." And then she's like, and then he asked her, you know, "Do you want to? Do you want to die? You know, quickly?" Are slow and painfully, and she said slow and painfully because she wants to remember how it feels to be alive, you know. And then John, you I mean John Lone's face is like, dude, who wants to kill this bitch? <laughs> can I take you home with me? Uh, yeah, we got a nice ninja outfit just for you. You can, you know, like who the hell? This this chick is awesome. What the fuck? Uh, but yeah, yeah. So they kill her, and. Uh, The next shot is basically Lambert, waking up in the hospital, being visited by... Now, do you know know the... I'm not familiar with the female actress. Do you know uh, Harada? Are you familiar with her? Yeah. Dude, that's a badass.
1: He was in some classic Japanese films. He was in a movie called Nine Souls. He was in Nightmare Detective, Another Heaven, and he was Azumi's master.
0: That's right. Uh,
1: Azumi. That's where where I kind of first saw him, and that's what I know him for.
0: right. I remember him from uh, the Trail of Tears series, the Mm. the Fearless Avenger, and uh, I remember him in Ronin Guy too. He was Mm. badass in that as well, but he's a certified badass. He he is just great in this, and him and his wife. uh, Basically, he you know we have a dojo scene to show you know show uh, uh, his character Takeda, basically kicking ass and taking names. Oh, (laughs) the police captain was hilarious. Oh my god! Like the, his, his 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 uh, you know, the cops come up to him. Hey, we found this shuri- the Shuriken dipped in blood, and he's all like, "Shuriken, yeah, okay, whatever, yeah, sure, we ninjas, yeah, sure, whatever, yeah, 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 get out of here, get out of my face, right?" He was pretty funny, and then like you know, uh, they they, they give word to uh, Takeda, the you know, from the T- T- Takeda clan. And you find out later in the movie that there's this this long history rivalry, and Harada's character is like he's like, he's like a what is it? what they say he's like from a generation of a, of a samurai family? Like, uh-huh. You know, and it's, there's there's lineage here, you know, and there's like there's there's beef, there's beef, son, okay, and uh, you know they kind of take Lambert, they try to, to try to uh, persuade Lambert, Lambert to come with them because they're like, look. The ninjas are—they're gonna come back for you, okay? They're—they're they're, they're not gonna stop, all right? And then uh, you could take over from there.
1: Yeah. So at that point, you know, and he's like, "Listen, he's like, I listen, I appreciate your help and everything. I'm just gonna do my business and then I'm going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "All right, dude." And then is uh, there. He's just listening. You know, he's just listening. He's like, he tells the <laughs> he's "Like, this guy's done. Let's just leave. <laughs> he's done.
0: Yeah. He's all. He's already dead." He's already dead. He's already
1: now, dead. Now, one thing, we get to the first like set piece in the hospital. And yeah. the first thing you notice, and it's one of my favorite things about this movie, is that Lambert is just a normal freaking guy. This is yeah. a Highlander in Japan. No. He's no. just a normal business. It could be me or uh, you, anybody. could be. Yeah. A, it could be this dude. Yeah. So he, he, you know, he doesn't have any special abilities or nothing. Nope. So at the hospital, the ninjas show up. And they have pretty good security. They had like what six or seven cops. Oh yeah, like watching him just in case. Yeah. So you yeah. have this sequence where the ninja at night are going in.
0: In disguise, and, some of them were in disguise too. Yeah, like, ja- yeah, janitors and stuff.
1: And the first shot comes at the the, the police uh, commissioner. I right? gets an arrow through the back of the neck.
0: <laughs> Remember, he had <laughs> so nothing to worry
1: about. Oh,
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious, dude. He's like, "Look, this is not ancient Japan, okay." There are no ninjas right in the back of the neck. And then he falls he, he over. He the itch. Yeah, scratch <laughs> the itch. There you go. He falls over and he gives the pistol to Lambert Lambert. And he's all like, I was wrong. <laughs> and he like, hands the pistol. And I forgot what Lambert said.
1: He's like, really? He's like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that was funny. But yeah, go ahead.
1: So yeah, Lambert's in this hotel room with a gun. And the ninjas start taking out the cops as they're working their way out. They're going coming from different directions, right? Yeah. So Lambert is like, he's like, all right. It basically turns into, this is like a survival scene. Yeah. Dude's just got to survive and get out of here. That's it. The ninjas are coming through and one of them gets into his room and he has a nice little, uh, I like the way the scene's structured because he's behind the door with the gun and he gets the shot off against the ninja and the ninja would have killed him, but the door got in the way, and the yeah. blade jammed in the door. Yeah. So we yeah. got a little lucky there, but he, you know, he survived. Yeah. yeah, and then he he gets out into the into the hallway, and the ninja are taking out these cops left and right. Yeah, uh, with some pretty sweet kills. There is some you good got, death scenes in this movie. You got
0: the sniper ninja from the, across the building, you know, waiting to get him through the window, which was fun yeah. with the arrow. But dude, the soundtrack is legit. Mm-hmm. Those taiko drums, man, by the group Kodo. But yeah, the soundtrack was really good. Could you imagine just ninjas, you know, doing their thing and samurais fighting and you got some horrible, generic soundtrack just ruining everything? That would have been terrible. But the drums got you pumped in every fight. You're like, oh shit,
1: they're about to to throw it down here. Uh, But yeah, go ahead. And Lambert, in all the chaos, Lambert is able to slip down the the stairwell and uh, he basically slips out into the end of the street and escapes and the ninjas get pissed cuz they, they failed at at uh taking him out.
0: <laughs> Did you laugh though when the ninja went up to the room, the other one after Lambert Lambert got out and he looks at the sniper ninja across the street and he's all like <laughs> It's just funny seeing a ninja do that just But yeah. He's still escaping now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Eric
1: Oh yeah, and then this is this is the the scene where he's uh, he tries to reconnect with uh, uh, Harada's character. Right. So he needs to get from the hotel somewhere safe and contact him. So he he's like he's escaping, and one of the ninjas are following him, right? Yeah, and they're they're following him, and they're following, him and he he ends up going into this pachinko parlor, <laughs> <laughs> and this and he's hurting, he's bleeding,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, from
1: his previous wounds, and this little Japanese girl just kind of shows up, and she's like, she sees that he's injured and he's in trouble, <clears> and she <throat> basically offers her assistance to him, this little girl, yeah. So uh, he goes into a phone booth and calls the cop, you know, and the cop tells him in Japanese to tell her to get a cab. So right. the little girl helps, basically saves his life because she runs out to get the cab for him while this yeah. ninja is in this pachinko parlor just scoping him out, waiting for like the opportunity to take him out.
0: Yeah. Well, so he, was let- on the, he was on the phone with uh, Harada's wife, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right,
0: yeah, letting her, kn- letting her know he's going to try to get to the train station.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I got to get out of here. But there's a ninja in this pachinko, so what do I do? I got to cause a distraction. So he pulls out his gun and he says, He says, Gambling causes impotence. And he says, And all the Japanese people get pissed off and come and start rioting in this pachinko parlor and he slips out.
0: Oh my God. And then he, you know, he escapes and gets in the car. And then he opens up the taxi cab and the little girl's in there and he's like, What the hell? Of course, he doesn't have time to think. He just gets in, and then they go, and then mm-hmm. uh, they take it to the train station. And then and then he gets out of the car, and then the, the girl wants to go with him. I'm like, what is happening? Is this, a, is this somebody's daughter making a cameo? Like, what is this? Like, the little girl's like, I was waiting for her to say, are you my daddy? Like, I was like, <laughs> like, like what? What is happening? But, you know, she's a little sweetheart. and He's like, make sure you take her home and, mm-hmm. and all that, you
1: know. Oh, I thought she was getting kidnapped at that point, but it didn't happen. <laughs> it, would been,
0: it, would, it would have been a twist. She was a ninja, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she starts shanking him in the neck in the taxi cab. But, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, now we go to, uh, let's see here. Oh, man. A lot of fun stuff so far. Oh, you got... Ninja Turtle movie fans, your boy Tatsus makes a cameo in here. You know, he's in here, and but he didn't get a fight scene. I was like, oh, man. Can't, oh, can't, did you notice can't have Tatsu Lambert. in the Ninja Clan, and he don't fight. But yeah. yeah, go ahead.
1: Did you notice when Lambert was watching on TV in the hospital? Mm-hmm. A-Team, it's Shinobi Nomano, I think, right? I or think was it that was, a different one?
0: I think it was Sleepy Eyes of Death. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah, A team in Japanese was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, he's watching some Sleepy Eyes of Death, which is which is another cool samurai mm-hmm. series. If you guys haven't seen that, make sure you check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, so now they meet up. He meets up with Harada and his Harada's wife, and now you know they're basically. It's still not really explained in detail yet why they're helping him. You know, even after the train sequence, which we're going to talk about right now, uh, he asks in the boat, you know, why are you guys helping me again? And, you know, the wife, you know, she's a sweetheart, you know, Harada's wife. She's just like, well, it's, there's this history, you know, between, you know, the the, the, the Takata clan and the uh, the Makacho ninja cult clan. And, you know, they're, 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 we're just trying to protect you, you know. But you find out a little bit later, which we'll get to, Kinda was not expecting this at all, and the uh-huh. movie kind of turned dark. I was like, "This is uh, very unexpected," because it's been a long time since I revisited this. Um, I don't remember. Like, I I remember always rooting for Harada, and I still he's still a badass. His character is still a badass in this movie. But the thir- the third the final well third act, I was kind of like, uh, "Dude, that's kind of fucked up <laughs> a little bit," which which we'll get to. But, let's get into, right now, one of the most badass (laughs) action sequences that you will see in an American-made ninja movie. Or at least, basically a movie that was, you know, an all-American theaters released. Mainstream release is what we're talking about here, okay? Mm -hmm. This is, like, very unexpected. And this is one of the things that people remember from this movie. Is the ninja attack... And action sequence on top of inside the fucking moving train is like as my boy Eric always says that shit is legit. (laughs) Yo, yo. So I will I will give you the floor, my friend. And of course I'll pop in like as like I always do because this is so badass. This is legitimately badass. Go ahead.
1: I think another reason why I like watching these types of ninja movies is because you're taking ninja. From the past, and you're displacing them into modern times. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, you know, ninja yeah. in modern modern day on a yeah. bullet train, like a real technological uh, advanced uh, device, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, so they're transporting Lambert, and the ninjas show up. Now remember, these ninja are cultists. Yeah, means that they are complete psychopaths. Yes. All right, so they're they're not like uh, you know they do they do seem to have an internal little code between them, but when it comes to taking out people, they just take out anybody. And they basically say at the beginning of the sequence, "We let's just slaughter everyone and send a message yeah. not to mess with us.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> John Lone's, John Lone's character is kind of humiliated a little bit. And I like the scene where he punks his own men that were with him. They're like, how could you, you're fucking ninjas. How could you fuck this up? You yeah. know, now, You know, he's got a piece of my soul now. He's seen my face. I love how he just punks both of those dudes. That was great.
1: Yeah, he says, okay, let's go. If you beat me, you take over. <laughs> and just, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's yeah. Like, all right. But I love John Lone in this movie. I really do. Like, he's just, I don't know what it is, man. He's got that swag to him. There's something about him, man. Like, a
1: swabness just, to him, too. Yeah,
0: man. yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we got to kill. Lambert's got to go. Yeah. He's got to go. But go ahead, back to the train.
1: And apparently everyone else on the train. So they make their way. Dude. From the, the front of the train, they take out the the uh, the operator and they set it to automat- automatic.
0: Chad, this go, is insane. This they is go insane. From
1: the front of the train, car by car, these ninja just destroying everyone on the train.
0: Yeah, yeah this every is single nuts.
1: person on the train is getting slaughtered. Yeah, this is nuts. So, Horada is taking, and, and, and the the lady uh, cop is taking. Lamberra towards the back of the train, right? But they know something's got to give. Like the, the the ninja are just going to give. Nobody's going to stop them. No. So no. Harada shows up. And so he oh my god! Takes out his, his freaking sword, and he basically just like stops and is ready to go toe to toe with all of these ninjas <laughs> that are coming after him.
0: After after chasing the the rest of the passengers, you know, like that yeah, aren't that aren't are dead yet. He's like, right. you guys need to get out of here. I like how he just tells them they need to get the fuck out of there. And they're like, huh? And then sword comes out. They're like, oh, shit. And they just run. They run to the front, you know, or the back. And he is like the, man, I don't know, samurai pimp style. I mean, he's so cool. He's got the sword behind him. He's got his hand in one pocket, just looking, dressed up in his CNR-looking clothes and shit. Like, he's just walking around like this. And I was like, dude, this guy... Is fucking badass and amazing. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so he starts taking these dudes out. He, like he's, he's hitting and moving. He'll yeah. take some dudes out. Then he'll retreat. And then what he does to stall them while he sets up in the next car is he takes his sword. And I've never seen this in a movie. He, he drives the sword into the mat in front of the door and slices the mat, and it, yeah. it uh, malfunctions yeah. uh, you know, uh, the, the door. Because the, the wires underneath the mat are like connecting it, so he yeah. malfunctions the door, so it takes him a while to get through the door to the next compartment, and then he sets up an <laughs> attack, his next attack for him.
0: And they threw they they're throwing, they're trying to do everything, and I love how he just nonchalantly fucks them up and then walks away, like he's not concerned. Like they like he fucks them, kills one ninja, looks at him, and he just turns around and walks away. Then they start they're like, well, fuck this dude, man, we're getting punked. The ninja starts throwing stars at him. He turns around, boom, 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 looks at him, turns around, walks away. I was like, dude, oh, my, this dude is the shit. He is the shit. But, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and, and along the way, the lady has her bow and arrow on this bullet train, like, taking these ninja out as well with her bow dude, and his, arrow. Dude, his
0: wife is dope. Yeah. She's badass.
1: And, uh... Eventually, they get to. I forgot the lady's name. It was John Lowe's, like, second in command yeah. lady. Kind of yeah. like a like crazy lady. Yeah, well, she was and, out there, yeah. And, uh, it, you know, nowadays, it might be a little controversial for a dude just to slice a woman, like, in half or whatever, but he didn't care. No. <laughs> you know, like,
0: this, hey, just, she's an evil ninja. Yeah. Just with daggers.
1: and he, yeah. just, he just annihilates her. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I like how she, like, when she got cut first, she, like, Grab some of the blood with her lips and spit it in his face to distract him, but that didn't work. No, that didn't work. But then, talk about what happened after he defeated her. Another scene everybody (laughs) remembers.
1: So she decides she's like, well, you know what? You know, maybe because she feels defeated, she doesn't want people to see her. Right. You know, in a a dead, defeated state. So she takes her sword and slices her own face off. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You don't see it; it's it's implied yeah. though. But it's a scene that you're just like, "Holy fuck, that just came out of nowhere." But yeah, that's this cult, this Mikato cult. They're they're fucking nuts, man. Like they're, they're you know, it's interesting. Like you were saying, like, you got ninjas in, in modern day setting, but they're a fucking cult, man. Anything's possible. Cults; it's possible yeah. for any of this shit to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. That's but yeah. That's,
1: that's what I meant by saying the code yeah. earlier on. It's not like a traditional ninja, right? It's, they got their own like way of thinking about things, about the world. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. kind of interesting and, and dark. It darkens the film. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah, just just so much badassity. And then you have like, like I'm telling you, Chad. If you have not seen this movie, okay, look, look at this. Look at this shot right here. Look at this. So so you get you get you know he, Harada's still fucking up ninjas. And I love how he's calling out John Lone's name, because he doesn't know which ninja is John Lone, the leader, right? What's his name? Uh, King Jo. King uh-huh. Jo, right? And he goes, there's like one ninja left. Lambert tries to shoot him with a gun. You know, tradition, samurai dude's like, no, fuck that. No, give me the gun. He throws it out of the window. Uh, but Lambert shoots the gun earlier and it breaks the window and now you got all this wind coming in because of the train going. So of course, visually it's awesome and it looks pleasing because they're standing there with the wind blowing. Mm -hmm. But look at this shot right here. Look at this. Yo, yo, this movie is fucking badass. Look, look at this shot right here, man. This is just fucking, yeah. Yeah, this going, this going to scratch the ninja, the the action itch. Okay. You, you going to be, you going to be pleased with this one if you have not seen this movie. But, yeah, the, the, it is fucking violent as fuck. I, I was in loving every minute of it, man. Like, it just, we throwing down. we gonna, we going to throw down on the train. Name another movie right now. then modern day setting, where you got a badass samurai fighting ninjas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't think of one. You, you're not going to see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, just badass, a lot of fun. And it made me laugh hysterically when he uh, fucks up that last dude. And then he calls Lambert's character over and he unmasks him. And he goes, Is this Kinjo? You know? And Lambert's like, No. And he goes, No. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts unmasking all the ninjas. Is this Kinjo? Is this Kinjo? <laughs> He's like, I, remember, I would remember his face, man. The guy's trying yeah. to kill me.
1: Oh, Another man. one of my favorite scenes is right at the end of the scene. When the cops are like, "Hey, your sword is evidence." Oh, and he's yeah. like, "No, nobody's touching my sword." He's like, "What are you?" Me? He's like, "No, we needed his evidence." Yeah, and he's like, "All right." So he takes his sword. <laughs> like it's that's that's why this movie's so good. Yeah. He, again, he sticks it down in the bottom of the train, and he breaks his sword in half with his arm.
0: Yeah, and then gives it to the it's cop. Great. It's great. He's like, "Yeah, take. The, you can have this shit now." <laughs> yeah, have fun with this. Yeah, good luck with this with your evidence. Oh yeah. But uh yeah and I you know it, I love the fact that they even made the effort to to have the ninja's clothes kind of be part of the atmosphere you know we didn't have ninjas in black outfits on the train you know what i mean like they wore mm-hmm. stuff that was color to the you know to the to their surroundings
1: mm-hmm. like
0: they even made the effort to do that in this movie it was nice but um now <laughs> They escape off the train, and now uh, Harada's character, they all go back to the island where Harada lives, and his, his martial arts school is there, and the, the samurai lineage is there from the from his great fa- Harada family, and you can tell Harada's already training people, like as soon as they, like they've been training, right, just to get ready for a future attack in case this, uh, you know, Makoto Ninjako clan show up one day, right? But then you get a little more, little bit more information, which turns this movie into in a dark territory. No, no, no pun intended. <laughs> Under Siege 2, dark territory. The director of this movie actually wrote the script for that movie. <laughs> and the first Under Siege too. But but uh, yeah. Um, oh, a uh, fun fact. John Lone and Joan Chen were both in uh, The Last Emperor. So it's kind of mm-hmm. fun seeing them together in this movie. Uh, But, yeah, now it's more of like, you know, just, you know, Lambert, just rest, relax, you know. He kind of makes a friend with the the swordsmith, the swordsmith of the the area. Uh, They kind of become buddies a little bit, little drinking buddies. I don't believe
1: that sake tastes that. I've had low-grade sake. It's never been spit out of my mouth bad. Yeah. Maybe he was feeding him something else. Maybe.
0: (laughs) Maybe some kind of homebrew sake that was kind of weak or something, like moonshine.
1: Yeah. What yeah. was
0: what was funny though was when he kept drinking it. By the for, by, like the fourth drink, he's like he's like, hey, <laughs> not too bad. But yeah, you know the swordsmith. in a horada, he broke his sword, so he needs the swordsmith to make him a new one. And uh, uh, the swordsmith's doing that, but at the same time, he's kind of just for funsies, kind of teaching Lambert some attacks or at least some defensive maneuvers. And Lambert's still kind of injured. He's not fully back yet, so he's having him hold it like this, almost in a Zadoichi style attack, you know, to kind of kind of show him how to defend and stuff. Just They're just having fun together. Uh, and then you have this scene where, you know, the sword is completed, and he shows it to uh, Lambert. And Lambert's like, oh, my God, this is such a beautiful sword. And as soon as Hirata walks in, he's fucking pissed. He's mm-hmm. like, you're going to let this guy? Because, you know, he's a little superstitious himself. You know what I mean? It's not just the the... The, the ninja clan that's got their own cult he's got his own supernatural thing too he's like no one should touch my sword he's all really pissed off about it and uh they're kind of getting a little scruff up at the on the outside you want to talk about that scene
1: yeah so they, uh <clears throat> you know harada gets gets pissed and lambert also gets pissed because he figures this out he starts to see he puts two and two together and lambert's like you know what He's like, you know, you're not so great yourself, pal. Like, you're basically using me as bait for your yeah. longtime rivalry with this other, this ninja cult Yo. that you've been preparing to fight. And now yeah. you got me, the guy that they want. And now, you, and as it turns out, Lambert assumes that Parada told them they were going yeah. on the bullet train. Yo. So, so our protagonist cop is technically responsible for the deaths of, like, dozens of people.
0: Yo. And this was like... Like rewatching this because it's been a long time, and when I rewatched this, I was like, "Yo, like this this turned this movie got dark." I because it's kind of you want you love Hirata, he's such a badass, right? And you're like, dude, if this is true, he he literally got all those innocent people murdered. It's kind of fucked up just to serve his vengeance. Yeah, like that's fucked up. Like this movie went, whoa, you know, went off the rails, but in a good way. You know, and it was just like, yeah, but he did figure it out. Yeah. He did figure it out, and of course, Lambert's like, you know, fuck you, I'm out, I'm leaving. I'll deal with, I'll deal with John Lone back in New York City where he'll be on my turf, and we'll see how he does. Nope saying, right? Talking shit. Of course, that doesn't work. You know, Harada's not going to let him leave. You know, <laughs> and they kind of just wrap him up, and uh, he gets a good punch on Harada, though. He gets yeah. a good, uh, good punch on him, which was cool.
1: Even a few good uh, little defense, basic defense when you were using the sword. Yeah,
0: yeah, they kind of set it up. What he learned from the old man, the swordsmith, you uh-huh. know, it's kind of working a little bit, you know. Uh, but you know, they they kind of <laughs> even even um, Harada's wife was a little surprised that that's what he was doing. But then you know, that's her man. She's not going to abandon her man. You know what I mean? She's going to follow her man's play. Uh, but they kind of wrap up and no, not not wrap up, but they kind of put Lambert in a, a room and lock the door. He can't get out. To kind of keep him there as bait, and then Harada basically says, "It's, it's confirmed." Harada's like, "Let you know, let uh, King was it King Joe? Uh-huh. King Joe. He's a like, let King, let King Joe know. Send the message. He can come here by himself, and uh, we can finish this." And I was like, "Dude, this is kind of fucked up." <laughs> and another thing that was interesting was, in a way, Lambert was kind of right. He's like, look at all these fucking kids, man. They're not ready for a fucking war. They're gonna get fucking slaughtered. And what happens later? <laughs> fucking ninja clan shows up. I don't even think I don't even think his students got a hit. I don't even think they got a hit. I think they all just got fucking massacred. Like yeah. you know, so he's kinda of, so this is a very interesting turn uh, this movie takes. I was not expecting this at all. But, you know, for me, the, the the train action fight sequence is my favorite fight of, fight sequence of the film. However, the finale does not disappoint either. The finale's got some good shit in there as well. All right, let me make sure I'm not ignoring the movie dojo arm here army here. We got ninja assassin fans. It's the Highlander. <laughs> Have you ever seen this movie, Eric? This no. might be on. This might be on my retro Wednesday. Uh, list the new series I'm going to start for the channel. Movies I haven't—they've been out for a long time, and I haven't seen them. But yeah, I heard he's John Lone's really good in this. But yeah, back to John Lone. I'm really becoming fascinated with him as an actor. Uh, if you guys have not watched the episode, it's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. But check out our episode of "Is It Really That Bad?" The Shadow. But John Lone is like great in that movie too as a villain, where he's just like suave, like Eric said, but yet over the top at the same time. And this one, he's like the most suavest, coolest ninja in this. Like the uh-huh. way he just holds the sword, the way he just kinda leans to the side right here. <laughs> he's like you know, like, don't don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't no, don't okay, you wanna do you wanna do this? All right. All right, let's do this. You know, he just has that way about him. It's just so fascinating. It's not the traditional your martial arts stinks and I'm going to beat you now. Ha <laughs> ha uh-huh. it's it's not that at all. You know what I mean? But but yeah. I'm really fascinated with uh, with John. I would like to see him. You know, what's interesting. Uh, more and more people I've become across. Well, well, people I've come across that I've talked movies with, but I've also come across other YouTubers as well. They're, like, asking, where is John Lone? Like, what,
1: what happened? <laughs> like, what happened? Oh, boy. Samurai guy froze. Uh-oh. I froze? Oh, you're back. You're back okay. already.
0: All right. Uh, fascinating actor. They were like, "Where is this guy? It'd be cool to see to keep oh, seeing him." You
1: know, it, the last film he has. Well, I better not check Wikipedia. Let me check IMDb. I, I know, I
0: know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's our favorite Jet Li movie, War. Yeah. And then Rush Hour Two. Yeah, I remember him being in that. I remember him being in that. He had a small role in that, but but yeah. War. I don't even remember him being in War. But then again, I don't even remember War. Cause war fucking sucks, uh, but yeah, so you know, maybe he just retired. You know, he's like, oh, I'm tired of playing villains. You know, he's more of a dramatic actor. Like, it's this is probably, I don't know if this is the first time we really get to see him in like in fight scenes, really. And because and, when I was going through his uh, um, filmography, it's usually dramas, yeah, like cr- crime dramas or maybe romance films <laughs> or, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, even in the shadow, he didn't really have like a fight scene. Uh, but in this one, he's doing all kinds of cool shit, which was, which was cool to see. Um, uh, but he was great in this and I, I, I want to make sure we don't forget this scene. Kinjo, the leader of a ninja cult clan, the badass dresses up as a homeless man. <laughs> Dresses up as a homeless man to infiltrate, uh, 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 the, the, the you, you find out, fi- finally they reveal. Cause I was like, why did they kill off Joan Chen's character? What, who, who, why? You know? And then he goes to visit the guy that made, that gave the order. And he's fucking that dude up because he's just like, how could you kill Joan Chen? All right. How could you do this? She's awesome. She's beautiful. She's badass. What the fuck is wrong with you? And you find out a little later that, uh, She was basically sold by her fucking uncle pimp, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of pimped her out to him, and she was just trying to escape. So, yeah, that guy was dog shit, and uh, we got to root for the villain on that one. (laughs) So John John Lone took him out, which was great. Uh, But of course, now we get to our finale. But yeah, the movie takes a huge twist to a dark dark territory here, with Lambert was basically used as bait. And now John Lone shows up. I like when he shows up to Harada. He's like, where's Lambert at? You know, where's Paul? And uh, he's like, he's here. Don't worry about it, but let's duel, you know. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. You know, I'm not King Joe. I'm not King Joe. I'm King Joe's messenger. You know, he's all like just totally bullshitting. Just basically stalling while his clan is basically getting ready to totally massacre the Samurai army that Harada, <laughs> the bunch of rookies, you know, they get massacred. So we have a big, huge ninja attack, which was great. Uh, a lot of people get fucked up. Harada's like, "Fuck you!" He Harada's throwing down. He's cutting down ninjas. You got Harada's wife doing some Green Arrow shit, taking dudes out. So we get some, we get some good action. But I like how Harada's wife is like, "Look, we can't leave Lambert to be you know picked for the slaughter. He's still." We still got him locked up, you know. So she sends the Smithsonian, the swordsmith guy to release him. And talk about that scene when he breaks Oh, when they're going towards the boat? Yeah, that was kind of funny. I
1: don't know if I remember the dialogue,
0: though. Did they talk
1: about anything? He's all like, hey, let's
0: go fishing. (laughs) He's like (laughs) like totally clueless because he's drunk all the time. (laughs) He's like, hey, my buddy, you know. You know, let's go fishing, you know, let's go drinking and fishing. And then he gets on the boat and Lambert pushes the boat. He's like, no, yeah. no, no, you, you have fun. Yeah, I got to stand he, and fight. I can't yeah. keep
1: running forever. So yeah. Lambert goes
0: back. Yeah. And then the guy, he's like trying to row and he's like, man, you were supposed to be on this boat rowing. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But it was a nice see you, see you later for that character who was kind of fun. But now we get i mean not only we get we get some badass ninja fights we get some badass trained you know one of the greatest scenes ever in the movie all of a sudden it's time it's down to you know Harada's character and John Lone's character and still... I love the shot I love this got this faraway shot where you got the map paintings in the background mm-hmm. but you have like the moonlight you know you got the full balloon and, and it's a great beautiful shot it's like a faraway shot and you got John Lone being a fucking pimp, ninja pimp, sitting there, on leaning on his sword, just like, not worried or bothered at all, just sitting there waiting for Harada to come around and Harada's slowly walking up to him. Uh-huh. And that, that final battle, that final duel between the Takeda uh, clan versus the Mikado ninja cult clan, the, the the last descendants is about to go down, it's about to go down, and then it starts to fucking rain. And I was like, yeah. "God damn it! This is fucking great." I was, I was like,
1: "Open it wouldn't range. Just oh, moonlight.
0: <laughs> that would have been cool too. Yeah. That would have worked too, actually." But I was just like, "This. Why not? Why not? Let's just make this more beautiful, beautiful carnage." And I love their fight. Their fight's pretty good. And then you got you got, you got Harada's wife on the side. She's she's you know still injured. Mm-hmm. And then you know really good fight. We got going here, so the two legends brawling it out here. But Kingjo gets the upper hand. Bam gets the upper hand on our badass beloved samurai. that got a lot of innocent innocent people killed. <laughs> uh, John Lone gets the upper hand on him. Takes and how him does out.
1: he get the upper hand? Oh, His go ahead. Sword breaks.
0: Yeah, that's it's, right. It's a
1: quick shot. But I played it a few times. Like, wait, Harada's sword broke. Because loan comes down hard on it and breaks it, and it's not—you can't really tell from that shot—but I think his sword breaks. And, and then
0: the, the, the what's left, he stabs uh, and uh, he gets—he gets a hit himself. He's like, "Fuck you, you're not going away unscathed." I lost, but you're not going away unscathed. But did his and sword stab- break?
1: Because Lambert touched it.
0: Oh shit! Oh, look at you! <laughs> now I gotta go back and watch it again. <laughs> me an excuse to watch it again i think you come up with something well
1: hmm, and that would be interesting desserts for all the evil things that arada did that's that's my that's my thought i'm i I'm, i like it i think we should go
0: with that uh but he's such a badass he's like i'm gonna still get you in the leg god damn it <laughs> he stabs uh john lone in the leg and then something ridiculously badass happens he still stabbed. And then Harada slowly pulls out the katana sword. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" He slowly pulls it out of his body. He tries to swing. He tries to fight. You know, but it, he was pretty much dead. But him pulling it out, I was like, "Holy fuck!" This fight's still going to keep going. And then I, and then it comes to my my uh, part of the notes here where I write down, John Lone is God. <laughs> <laughs> John Lone is God now, okay? He is just so badass. He is so badass in this movie that even with a damaged leg, you know, Harada's wife tries to take him out with an arrow. He catches that son of a bitch. (laughs) He's like, really? Boop, throws it away. Slowly, you know, limps towards Harada's wife, tries to kill her, and then boom! McCloud shows up. That's right, McCloud shows up with his reverse style that he learned from the old man and uh, blocks his sword. And I love this fight because it's kind of realistic, man. Even though John Lone's God status, it's still realistic because, it's you know, I think I would have, it would have kind of bothered me if the five minute lesson that Lambert got from the swordsmith, all of a sudden he was fucking McLeod. Like he was just this badass swordsman <laughs> that came completely out of nowhere and totally you know, decimates Lone's character. I think like, that uh, of...
1: like Iron Eagle. It would have been Iron Eagle. All over again. <laughs>
0: hey, you won that versus battle, man. You don't have to rub it in, man. Are you rubbing it in because you lost the last couple episodes? Huh? <laughs> oh, we all win. It's fun. Uh but uh but yeah, uh Yeah, I think that would have been a little bit too much. But you know, it was realistic because he stabs him in the arm first. Cheap shot, so, really. Yeah, yeah. Can you blame the guy, right? No, no. And then uh, you know, so you got John Lone is his leg is fucked up, his arm is fucked up, so he's like the one-legged, one-armed swordsman now. Now
1: like, it's <laughs> even. Now, <laughs> yeah, now, right? has, now. You know, he's got a chance. He's got yeah. a chance. Man.
0: And what did Lambert say when he switched? He switched. Um, John Lone switch his arms. Oh, his, his, his
1: offhand.
0: Right, and then Lambert says something like, "Oh, he switches. I have a shot. I have a yeah. chance, you know, you know." And then uh, he, um, they're underneath a what is that, like a barrier or some some kind of uh, what do you call that, like an awning or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Lambert slices through it, and it falls completely on John Lone. But this John Lone is God, motherfucker. <laughs> John Lone has reached God mode. Right, comes up out of nowhere, full all bloodied, still. And still, one arm, one leg, building fell on you know, the awning fell on him. And he's still fucking up Leber. <laughs> he's still beating his ass. Like, this is great. This is so fucking entertaining. I was like, dude, this is great. Fucks him up. Yeah. But, you know, still got the, you still got to please the Highlander fans out there. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of that fight was? Lambert saying "fuck it," and he grabs a big ass rock and starts <laughs> John Lone's face. Like, what motherfucker? We gonna be taking this to New York City. Yeah, yeah. Fuck your ninjutsu. Yeah, just bashes his head with the rock, which was great. Uh, but you know, you got the got please the Highlander fans, and you get the final blow. And uh, again, John Lone's still in in God mode, still coming at him like he's a Terminator. And then Harada's wife throws the sword to Lambert. And then we got to get our, there can only be one shot. (laughs) (laughs) Catches it. There can only be one. Blah! And then right after that, you heard, here we are. Born (laughs) born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. That music played, and uh, yeah, he carries Mako. Uh, I think her name was Mako. It mm-hmm. was Mako. Yeah, he carries her off uh, to to kind of get her patched up. But yeah, just really, really, over, you know, just really entertaining movie, man. For a modern day ninja movie that was released in American theaters in 1995, you can't get any better or more badass than this. And a buddy of mine, uh, his name's Franklin, mentioned that, in his opinion, this was the last great American Ninja movie. Like, in terms of... Because after that, what happened, right? Even though, you know, we already talked about our thoughts on Ninja Assassin. I, under, I totally get your thoughts. I totally get your, your issues with the movie. But from there, what did we have? We went straight back to the 80s. We went straight back to Ninja Exploitation with Ninja Assassin, mm-hmm. right? Some people were okay with it and liked it. And some people hated it, right? But in terms of kind of keeping it grounded as much as we could, and keeping things serious, I can't. I can't really disagree with them because I can't. We're not really anything counting the
1: Scott Atkins ones, right? No,
0: th- those are ninja exploitation. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy I both like of
1: those. those. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy those. You know, but those this are... one I think is actually better than those to be Well, the, the second one was I don't
0: know, but uh, se- this
1: one was pretty badass.
0: The second one, the first one. Something was off about it. Yeah. Like some of the fighting was okay. The end fight in the street was cool, but like the second one really beefed up the action. Yeah. Like Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear, I highly recommend. If you guys are martial arts movie fans or you love ninja movies, Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear. You can even skip the first one, really. Mm-hmm. Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear, they bring the fucking ruckus in that. Like that. you even get a Ken Kasugi. Show Kasugi sons in this, yo. Their fight was badass. You know, so yeah, Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear, surprisingly, it's ninja exploitation, but it's still, it's it's badass though, but it, surprisingly, nobody talks about that movie. Everyone else mentions every other Scott Atkins movie, which is which is great, as long as we're spreading the word out there from amazing movies like Avengement or uh-huh. him playing fun characters like Yudi Boydeka, that's great, but for some reason, Ninja 2 gets overlooked. I'm huh. like, dude, if you want to watch a movie just with this kick-ass fight scenes... Forget about if this is really real, authentic ninjutsu. Right. Fuck, this is not that type of movie, right? Uh, ninja 2 Shadow of Tears Tear is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dude, yeah, I might have to agree because I can't think of anything else. Like, if we really had a really good badass ninja fight in The Last
1: Samurai. That was a good ninja attack. Now, but it, was
0: a, it wasn't a ninja movie, though.
1: No, that's one movie that could have done it and they didn't do it. Which one? The Wolverine. The end of the world. Oh. It was set up to be the best ninja fight of the last like 20 years and they dropped the ball. Right. And they went with the the samurai, uh, oh. metal samurai, silver Had, samurai thing.
0: It was terrible. Have you seen, yeah. have you seen, I mean, I bought the movie, I own it, but I have the extended cut. Did you see that one? No. That one has all, it's, if you can at least watch that scene, don't buy the movie, obviously, but maybe on YouTube they'll show it. But it's gory, bro. Really? Like, it's got beast cutting dudes up in the and the R-rated version of The Wolverine.
1: See, I did enjoy the theatrical cut. It was just the, the last, like, 20, oh, 30 the minutes. Last
0: just... tw- the last yeah. 25 minutes. The rest they... of the movie was good. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. You get Henry Sonata up in there, you know. Mm-hmm. The rest of the, the soundtrack was good in The Wolverine. But, like, it was, you could totally tell. It was a lot of story. There was a lot of character development. There wasn't a lot of action. So, you can totally tell the studio panicked. And we're like, all right, we got to put something and make it comic book movie. Yeah. Let's, well, it's too much. We got drama, romance. It's too much character development. Uh, the audience is going to panic. They're going to hate this, right? Which is not the case, which is not the case. So let's throw in the fucking super Robocop, Silver Samurai bullshit with him drilling in the, oh my God, that that's 25 minutes. And
1: the other thing they dropped was, was that fucking terrible. At the time, the ninja didn't know he had his abilities back. So, could you imagine if he was fighting dudes and they were cutting him up, and he was pretending like he was in trouble, and then he and then he turns, he's like, "No, baby, I, I'm back." That would have been yeah.
0: sweet, man. Dude, that would have been so dope. <sighs> it would have been dope. Whatever. But yeah, that movie could have been the one. I agree with you. It could have been, but they had to go lizardy, lizardy spit lady with acidy spit or whatever the fuck. Her power was. <laughs> Forget about, you know, hard R rated Wolverine versus a whole bunch of ninjas, which is something I've been wanting to see for years uh, in live action. Fuck that. We need generic, hot, lizardy, acidy, acid-y spit woman and super mech samurai. You know, you could have had Silver Samurai as Silver Samurai and had a badass in fight scene.
1: Yeah. But like you that. still,
0: yeah, you still could have had that, but no, we got to do Robocop. Fuck it. We got I'm telling you, that's it's so it felt so out of place. You could totally tell that was studio interference. Uh-huh. So, but back to a better movie, <laughs> The Hunted, all in its peaky boxers glory. Uh, <laughs> back to The Hunted. So, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think the ninja mainstream audience, the audience that likes these movies that weren't children um obviously this wasn't for kids which is fucking cool but i think the popularity kind of started to die down around that time uh for the genre i don't think anybody rushed to the theaters to see ninja movies now if this was a kids movie this probably would have made a lot of money
1: yeah the budget on this one was 25 million and it made less than 7 million at the u.s box office it says oh my
0: god oh my god that's terrible and this is a low if you think about it 25 million is nothing. That's ridiculously low low budget for, you know, Hollywood mainstream mm-hmm. folk. Damn, that sucks. That sucks. I what do you what do you think? Despite interest in ninja films dying, do you think maybe not having Christopher Lambert as a martial arts badass lead? I think that hurt the movie too.
1: What do you yep. think? That that was my theory coming uh coming into tonight. Because even when I saw it, like, I remember the when I saw a few of the scenes back in the day, even I was throwing off. I'm like, when's Lambert going to do something? <laughs> right, right, I mean? right. But today, I was like, I was, uh, you know, last time I saw it, I was just rolling with it with whatever it was giving me. So yeah. I think that was probably a stumbling block back then.
0: Because he was still popular. Yeah. I mean, 19, 1995, wasn't that when Mortal Kombat came out? I know it yeah. was around that time. So he was still marketable. He was still popular. But that's unfortunate. And plus the
1: critics hated it too. So yeah. if the critics in the newspapers gave <clears throat> it bad ratings, people probably shied away as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
0: which Because this shit, says
1: is this 8% rain. on Rotten Tomatoes, right? It's, that's fucking insane. That's insane. I mean,
0: are there better martial arts movies out there? Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are there better ninja movies out there? Sure. But I think... Well, what the director wrote and 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 tried to make with this, we you actually it feels. I'm sure you could be nitpicky and and destroy things here and there, but it feels like an authentic experience. It feels like he tried to ground it and make it serious as much as he you know as he could. And the action scenes are legit. The action scenes are filmed well too. Yeah, you know the action. I mean, you could see the fucking action. You could yeah. see what's going on. You know, like. And it's just, it's violent, and, you know, the ninjas aren't fucking around, and, you know, it's badass. And it's it's sad that, uh, you know, I actually like the fact that Glambara was a regular dude, to be honest. Yeah. I actually like that. It's very different. It's, it's you know, it's, it's something you don't see a lot. I like that. And, you know, it's weird because when you market somebody a certain way for so long, uh, when they try to do something different... It either works for him or does it doesn't. And it's kind of sad when it's still a good movie that they're in, but people are like, eh, you know what well, you know, what is well The Rock is trying to be a dramatic actor? Ah, I don't wanna see that. What yeah. the rock's the Rock's getting his ass kicked by a whole bunch of gang members and snitch. I don't wanna see that. I wanna see him pick up torpedoes and throw it.
1: That's why if they ever yeah. did that. If they ever did that Big Trouble in Little China remake, it wouldn't work because you're supposed to play the incompetent guy who's useless. Right? <laughs> your your, your uh, supporting guy is supposed to do all the action. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that, the whole you know, point. that would be a stumbling block for that project oh, if they yeah. ever did that.
0: Yeah. It was just something I, I really don't want to see. I really don't. There's some yeah. movies you can't remake, you just can't do it. But yeah, action, film great. You could see everything. Violent, fight choreography is badass. You got a badass villain who didn't fuck around. Cinematography was great. You get some really cool shots in this movie. And, you know, it's just, do you think also, not just necessarily the ninja movie genre was getting unpopular by then, do you think martial arts movies in general were also dying? Do you think that's what's yeah, going on?
1: Yeah, I'd say on? so, because this is right right about the time where Van Damme and Seagal and all those guys started right? tanking. They right. all started tanking.
0: I, I'm thinking that's probably what it is, too. That could yeah. play a part in it. Um, we're, and we're talking mainstream releases, guys. We're not talking straight-to-video stuff. There's probably a lot of badass straight-to-video movies. But we're talking about mainstream Hollywood go-to-all-the-theaters releases. Uh, at some point, martial arts movies that are both basically based Just on martial arts, that kind of that genre kind of really hasn't come back. Really, (laughs) straight to video movies, yeah, or you know, not in mainstream release movies. You'll we get some, we get a lot of good shit now. But uh, in terms of over here in America, is what we're talking about right now. We're not talking about other countries. Uh, Now it's a mixture of everything. You got to have it's it's action now. You got to have shooting in it. You got to have stunts. Then you can throw in your fight scenes. But we don't really have movies strictly based on martial arts, and that's the movie that gets released mainstream everywhere at all theaters that we haven't seen that in years.
1: Well even even in Japan, you know I ask some dudes when I'm in Japan, I ask mm. a few guys on YouTube I'm like, why am I not seeing movies like The Street Fighter nowadays? but you can't just make like a lower budget like cop using karate against bad guys in the urban area. Like I never see movies like that released in Japan. Yeah
0: even in it's Japan. It's weird. You know, yeah. yeah, and you and you've been over there several times. You've been in, you've been visiting the motherland over there, you know, so yeah. you would know. You would definitely know.
1: It just must uh, not make money or something. That's must yeah. be the thing.
0: And there was a time, there was a time in Hong Kong, man, like early 2000s, it was literally nothing but CGI and wires forever. Like I couldn't I know, even like a few of those movies though. But yeah, you're f- right. You get, we all have our guilty pleasures, right? <laughs> But, dude, Zoo Warriors?
1: Oh, that was horrible. That was that,
0: horrible. I was like, what is this garbage? There was, was scene, there was a scene. There Wasn't there a scene in Zoo Warriors? We're talking, we're talking about the one from the 80s. We're talking about the, the 2000s one. Wasn't there a scene in Zoo Warriors where Ek and Chang was just standing there, and there was another guy just standing there, and they just stood there like this, looking at each other, while the special effects was doing the fighting around them? But the oh whole that's the
1: Storm Warriors effect. Or the what the, was well, the Storm Riders effect after that movie came out too. They were doing a lot oh, of that. Oh,
0: they got okay. Okay. I don't know. I just if I have to if I have to choose, I'd pick Storm Riders over that, over the zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh Because at least you get a little Sonny Chiba bonus. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I was starting to I was starting to lose hope in martial arts movies for a while until a movie came out called On Bach. Kinda changed things and mm-hmm. woke everybody up. And then we get our kill zone and then we get our raid movies and then you know things are looking good now so you know props to people that are representing the genre working hard you know busting their asses and making uh, badass entertainment for us fans to enjoy now so all you filmmakers out there uh, but but yeah overall man 8% like it's insane
1: that's 1 out of 12. That means if 12 people watch this movie, only 1 out of 12 of them are going to like it. That's ridiculous, dude.
0: Just for fun, just for fun, what is Super Mario Brothers at?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's keep it in the same theme. Go to Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Hmm. I know we did that episode already, but I don't remember what it is right now. I just want to compare it right now. Chat, you guys fucking rock. Thanks for hanging out with us today and liking the video. We're talking ninja movies. Oh, well that was a two percent. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> still yeah. still, they're saying that this movie is six more percent up higher than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's not that far from each other. That's really not. That's what they're saying here, you know? They're saying that this movie that has one of the most badass scene action scenes ever on the train is, is very close, very close in the territory, you know, of our favorite. That's right. Our favorite, uh... Oh, I don't have the suckers gif on here anymore. Really. <laughs> <laughs> suckers! That's right. Scorpion doing his thing. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But... Luckily, there's badasses like us and you guys that are watching uh, that are still letting people know about The hunting and that they should check it out. No, it's not for everyone. It's okay if you don't like the movie. It's perfectly fine. But 8% is pretty much close to puke. I don't think this movie is puke. (laughs) So, uh, I'm going to show the Movie Dojo poll. They did vote too. We're going to show that at the end, just for fun. It's like I always promise I'm going to do, just for fun, just to represent... You guys have a voice as well. Uh, but Eric, is The Hunted, is it really as bad as 8%?
1: No. Actually, it's not bad at all.
0: <laughs> where would you rate it? If you had to rate it by the using the tomato meter,
1: where would you put it? So If 10 critics saw it, I would say... I'd say at least six should like it. Be at least six. It should be fresh. It should be a it fresh film. Sixty percent.
0: Sixty percent. I'm perfectly fine with that. I might even go sixty five. Yeah. Like it's 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 entertaining movie. You know? And uh for me, of course, you guys already know, uh, it is not that low as eight percent. That is absurd. So the hunted gets a pass today. It is not as low as the idiots out there say it is. I'm not saying you're an idiot, I'm talking about rotten tomato. But, Movie Dojo Army's honest. There's some of them that didn't like this movie. That's perfectly fine. But let's go ahead, just for fun, let us show the poll here. Bam! On the community tab, they rated that uh, it should be higher than 8%. And on the That Fat Samurai Guy group page, which if you guys have not joined, make sure you join so I can, we, can, uh, we can hang out together. We all have fun over there. Uh, even on there, they said it should be higher. So even the movie Dojo Army thinks that The Hunted should be higher than 8%. They don't have to agree that it's high art or it's amazing or it's the greatest thing ever made. But even they're like, dude, 8% is ridiculous. That's, that's way, way, way yeah. too low. So even the movie Dojo Army uh, represented, which was cool. Sometimes we don't always agree, but it's all fun. We can always agree to disagree, and it's all love here in the Dojo. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I wish I wish John Lone was still around. Uh, doing stuff It would be a lot of fun uh, Martial arts movies, action Or just dramatic roles It would be it would be great He's slowly becoming one of my favorite actors now <laughs> But I need to watch more of his movies uh, But yeah, I need to check out that Iceman Did you read the plot for that?
1: No, but the chat guy mentioned it Yeah,
0: Dude, it's like, what? So they unfro... So John Lone's a caveman He's a Neanderthal They unfreeze him and he's like in modern, it's like science, scientists find <laughs> find him frozen, and he's just, he's in Neanderthal from the old caveman era, and they, you know, take him out and unthaw him, so he's like in modern day. And I'm like, this is, what in the world? And it's got good reviews. I'm like, alright, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch
1: this. Anyway. I like the Iceman Cometh with Yun-Hwa yun That was oh, a you, good one. You were scaring me for
0: a second there. I thought you were gonna say the Iceman with Donnie Yen. No. <laughs> Dude, that's such I a movie. Fucking you hate. I, have you even no, watched it? I fucking hate the first Iceman with Donnie Yen. I didn't even bother going to the second one. Go ahead, tell Dude, me tell me about it. The
1: second one makes the first one look like a masterpiece.
0: How is that possible?
1: Oh, it, it's possible.
0: I already talked about this with Kyle Wong, our boy Kyle. I already talked about this with him, where you have that scene where the cops are trying to get him, and he goes to take a shit. <laughs> and he sits down on the fuck. I'm not making this up, chat. The Iceman ice with Donnie Yen, this happens. The cops are coming in. He goes in the restroom, sits down, takes a shit. I thought he was hiding. And then it, the editing is so confusing. It's all It looks like, I don't know, I still to this day don't know what the fuck happened. It looks like Donnie Yen took a shit and the shit was so powerful that it launched him out of the building. And then the next shot is him on the outside looking at the cops going in the, going in the, the, the place he was at. What the fuck just happened?
1: <laughs> I will say this: the first Iceman film made me laugh. The second one did not.
0: <laughs> oh shit, Ranjit, what's going on? Yeah, look at look at the movie Dojo Army's rating it right now. They gave it seventy five percent. Even fifty five is solid. That's fine too. Fifty five. You got seventy here. There you go. And Omni Blast. That's right. Scarlet, Scarlet herself. <laughs> <laughs> Representing, but yeah, I mean, eight percent is like ridiculous. Nate Dog, thanks for the dono, brother. He goes late to the ruckus, but made it. Good talk happening. Well, thanks for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's see. So he's talking. Is it was uh, a he's a how man. Zoo Warriors is there from the Magic Mountain. Looks good. Uh, well, I hope it's the original from the eighties. Don't be fooled by the new one. <laughs> don't be fooled by the new one uh, but yeah but yeah it's definitely not not that low it's, it's ridiculous like Vamp Daddy said when nature calls you know hey you badass ice man Donnie N which launches him out his shit was so powerful he just launches out I was like what I was looking around like what the fuck just happened <laughs> Oh, Astro says 1983. Okay, cool. That one's fun. That one's fun, too. Yeah. That's a fun movie. It's a fun fantasy flick. Oh, man. But this was fun, man. Do you know other Ninja? Do you have any other movies, recommendations for chat? While you, while you, can you think right now? Or that's a, 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 a tale for another
1: time. I do like I do like Azumi a lot. I do like that one quite a bit.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Her killing like a thousand dudes at the end. Um, something was off with Azumi 2.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, well, the big the big thing for me was the ending, where it, like, cuts off. <clears throat> it okay, cuts maybe pretty that's... short. Okay. But uh, I still do like that one. Okay.
0: Have you seen Red Shadow?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: with Kumiko Aso. <laughs> it's like, that's a ninja comedy, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of a comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you I watched what? it for Kumiko to stare at Kumiko Aso <laughs> the whole time. Really.
0: Five stars. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cinematography phenomenal, man. Really. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Now I feel like rewatching it. I sure. know, right? Yeah.
0: Well, good ninja movies like this will will get you in the mood to go back and watch the the, the classics or at least the fun ones. Uh, I love Samurai Fiction, man.
1: Mm-hmm. That one's this, cool.
0: Samurai Fiction is so good. Chad, have you guys seen that? It's almost like a. It's a film in black and white. It's it's like an homage to the old classic Chumbara movies, but it's funny. It's got funny moments in there too. But you gotta love that my I think one of my favorite characters is the old ninja guy. The old ninja. Where he's so old that he's like... It <laughs> he gets worse and worse throughout the movie of him showing up to take messages and shit. Like he just falls <laughs> out of the ceiling. But first he shows up and he like... He does his ninja pose, you know? And then he's like trying to get his balance and he comes back, you know? And then later he just ends up falling off the, out of the ceiling. Oh, man. Kage no in here. Now, I wish... Oh, you know what was dope? A Shadow Shadow Hunters, Eric? Is it Shadow Hunters? Shadow Hunters? I think it might be Shadow Hunters. Chat, there's a two-movie series out there. It's pretty badass. Uh huh. two movies. And it's it's basically samurai Ronin, like they're mercenaries, hunt ninjas. Huh. Do you need anything else? Like that's their job. Is they hunt ninjas. <laughs> And I, I, it's been years since I watched the two movies, but I remember them being fucking badass. But that's the fucking plot. They hunt ninjas. It's great. Um, let's see. Um, I think it's Shadowhunters. But yeah, there's a lot of good shit out there. A lot, a lot of a lot of classics, and there's always room for the old ninja exploitation. <laughs> it's too much cheesy fun. But speaking of cheesy fun, Eric, Ninja: The Final Duel. I have a request. The samurai has a request. Ninja the Final Duel, you need to review it.
1: Ninja the Final, alright. Right.
0: Ninja Water Spider Team. That's it. That's all you need <laughs> to sell you rub gigantic rubber spiders in the water <laughs> rolled by ninjas. That's it. Sold. <laughs> so yes. And everybody in the, the Movie Dojo Army will come over there and watch your review. Uh, but yeah, I guess, we, was there anything else? We can wrap it up for today. Anything else we got going? I don't think so. All right. Cheers again, chat, for hanging out with us and talking movies and talking ninja movies today, which was a lot of fun. Definitely check out The Hunted if you have not seen it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, don't forget, this Thursday, son, it's the big day. It's the big day. If you guys have not seen last week's versus episode. It's it's entertaining, it's great. It's probably every versus episode every week is getting better. <laughs> it's getting better. And it's getting a lot more entertaining, but we did Fist of Fury versus Fist of Legend last week and it was a lot of fun. Both movies are great, but there can only be one winner. That's right. Jedi Bruce Lee could not be defeated. <laughs> Uh, but still, if you haven't seen that episode, make sure you guys check it out. But this week, son, woo, hard boiled, considered one of the greatest action films of all time, of all time. Over the top, John Woo in his prime, badassity Tia bounds, Chow Yun Fat on point. Uh, what's his What's his name in there? Uh, the guy that's with him, Co-op? Tony Long. Tony Long. Yeah, Anthony point.
1: Wong's a bad guy. Yeah, man. I yeah, love me some Anthony Wong. Cast.
0: Yeah, I love me some Anthony Wong. He's, he's one of my favorite. Uh, but Hard Boiled Son, which cranks the action up to 11, versus we got a little bit of that old school versus a little bit of that new school, John Wick Chapter 2. Yes, that's this Thursday. Do not miss it. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure you guys are there. Rick Myers is returning and this might possibly be the biggest panel we've ever had uh-huh. this Thursday. Because you got Rob from Entertainment Talk Nation is going to be there. Sam Kinch is coming back from Brickwell Pictures. This is going to be the biggest panel we've had, I think, uh, on the show, which is awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about it. And our boy Rick, that's right, Kung Fu Santa, will return uh, to hang out with us this Thursday. So make sure you don't miss that. I'll be doing you know, trailer reaction and reviews and you know other fun stuff will always be uploaded every day. Here on the channel. and I'm thinking about doing a live Q&A either Wednesday night or Friday night. We'll see. I'll keep you guys posted and hang out with the old samurai. But thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. That's right. Join the movie dojo army. Keep growing strong. Make sure you head over to that Fat Samurai Guy group page. Become a member so I can talk to you. We can hang out. All right? Eric's there. Everybody hangs out. Everybody's been having a blast talking movies and hanging out over there. Go over there and join. All right? It's free. All right? Uh, and also, don't forget to check out the merch store uh, that helps support the channel as well. Get your fast Samurai guy mugs. Get this mug on a mug, <laughs> and have fun with that as well. We got a lot of good stuff. Help support the channel We're growing. Movie Dojo Army Army is growing. As of right now, uh, things might change, but Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time, unless something comes up and changes, meet me on Mr. Tony of the Dead's channel for a post-apocalyptic Wednesdays, and we're doing Blood of Heroes with Rudger Hauer and Joan Chen. Yeah. Mm. I did not pick this one because jo- Joan Chen was in it. All right? Honestly, you know, somebody <laughs> <laughs> Is it getting hot in here? You know? Somebody else picked it. It wasn't me. You know? Uh, but yeah, if we're still doing that, which we are as of right now, you know, head over there and we, we have fun talking about movies on the... Uh, uh, Mr. Tony of the Dead channel Al, uh, as well. All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Another fun Monday night. We'll see you badasses next time. Take care, guys. Ninja Vanish.